It was at this moment that he knew. He bucked up. Welcome. You're listening to Bucked Up with Sam Buck. How did you yeah. meet up with them? Um, shit, man. So if you look back at the Danny Brown old trailer, mm-hmm. so like uh, what happened was I have this puppet named Reggie Bow. Reggie yeah, Bow's sure. weed, and you know, back in Detroit, it was just a Detroit thing. Nobody really knew about it quite outside of Detroit yet. And um, I used to use Danny Brown's music, and so then someone sent it to Danny. Danny really liked it. Like, man, it's you know, whatever uh, he said. I don't know. So I'm sure it was high pitch. And then <laughs> um, he. Uh, he asked his director, uh, a, a guy named Tone, um, Tone Foster, a dope director. He asked him to, uh, who was directing his video, to reach out to me and see if I'd be interested in coming to do the video. It was at his grandma's house, so I went because I was in Detroit and I just as a fan, I'm just like, what the fuck? And then next yeah. thing you know, we just start hanging all the time. Whenever we were in town at the same time or in the same city, you know what I'm saying? So you see me and Danny at like. Eric Andre's parties and shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I just, you know, we just really just started rolling tight, and then um, I just, you know, I was, I was, I was deemed a bruiser. That's you know crazy. Bruiser Brigade is so fucking every artist out there. Bruiser, that's my crew. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, for real. When I heard Bruiser Wolf for the first time, when I listened to Dope Game Stupid, yeah, I was like, God damn, this is so different. And then when I got to talk to him, uh, I just like interview him and find out. He had a full ass job, like he was a right. landscaper. Yeah, like. yeah, no, they have. So you got Bruiser Wolf, you got um, Triple Black, you got Jus, you got uh, you got Zaloopers, then you got uh, Fat Ray. Like, so good. This, I mean, like they got like a, they have a Wu Tang Clan. You just don't know about it yet. You know For what I'm saying? And then a Wu Tang Clan. <laughs> <laughs> Wu Tang leading it up. I mean, yeah. uh, Danny, Danny leading it. Yeah, leading we know it, Danny. Like, and Danny, he's, he's transitioned into like a, he almost looks like a godfather now. Like yeah. he's just like an OG in the rap game. It's so crazy. I Bruiser was uh, Bruiser Wolf was saying that he was gonna maybe try to get into comedy, like doing I don't know about stand up. Well, like you know, well you know, yeah, well, you shit. know, he hangs with me. He also hangs with Hannibal Burris. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like you know, um, I could see Danny doing comedy. Danny's super duper funny, very charismatic. You ever been to one of his shows? It's like fucking oh, yeah. insane. Well, so fucking man, crazy. I was uh, some of the wildest. How like can we talk? Can we talk candidly on here? Or is this like for children or no? You can say whatever you Dude, want. Dude, so we're at um one of his shows in Detroit, which he has every Thanksgiving, Bruiser Thanksgiving every. You should I'm, go to that. I'm going to that this okay, year. I'm okay, okay, okay. Fucking do not not go. It's yeah, ridiculous. No. So fun. Anyway, the crowd is just very very intense, and I've heard of people passing out. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, fans going crazy. So what fans like to do is jump on stage, and then he has a big security that is like throw them or just toss them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, um, not like uh, like stage diving type. Right, shit. but it's more like violently getting them the fuck off the stage. <laughs> okay. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I've I've seen a couple artists do. I know like um, Bam Bam does it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Would um, you ever? Would you ever do it? Hell no. Nah. Oh man, police. I, that's all I need. Somebody to. Just uh, grab my nuts like a monkey, and, I'm, and they're, they're trying to pass me through the crowd. And my man got my nuts over there. I'm like, get my nuts. You know what I'm saying? Like, duh. Like, you know. So no, I wouldn't do that. But this chick gets on stage, lifts up her dress, starts masturbating, and then starts squirting on the crowd. It was the craziest shit I've ever seen. 
and I think I had it on video, like maybe it's like four phones ago. You know how, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah, what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, you lose that. Man, yeah. that right, shit was insane. I am going to have to go now. <laughs> <laughs> like, um, I remember, like, I don't know what update it was, but this was back when, like, the slow motion hit the cameras, so oh, you could, yeah. like, go from, like, fast to slow. So, you <laughs> slow know motion saying? squirt? Man, yeah, no, well, I didn't slow motion the squirt, I was behind her, I was oh, on stage. Okay. So I was, I'm on stage with Danny, like standing behind, just filming. So yeah. all you got is like the back of her dress, and then like droplets of like, <laughs> it's like what the fuck, and it's like that's just the kind of fans, like dude, like they got those dudes. She's man. into the music, I guess. Maybe the bass was hitting. You know what I'm <laughs> like who knows? <laughs> I saw a young boy get a shoe snatched at a good while he was crowd surfing once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you got to be careful, man. Your wallet, your keys, like. Yeah, you know, I got a joint in my pocket right now. Like, if I crowd surf, I would be, like, holding on to my joint. You can you know lift that up if you want. Oh! You can do anything. Yes, cool. I, I definitely <laughs> will. Didn't want to say it, but, you no, know. No, no, you can, you can So, ever since, ever, ever since Keith Sweat and Bobby Brown had that versus last week, I've been saying everything as if Keith Sweat would do it. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. So, like, gonna spark my joint. I don't know why. <laughs> I don't know why, but it just feels so good. It feels so good to keep back, everything. Go ahead. When I first started listening to fucking Dope Game Stupid, I just couldn't stop talking like Bruiser Wolf. I yeah. couldn't do the fucking Bruh, step in up. the building. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't know what was going on. <laughs> he just Ooh. sounds like fucking um, mystical or some shit. Yeah, um, yeah, he does have a mystical cadence. Like, not so much his voice, but his cadence. His cadence, weird. yeah. yeah but like, he's also not like anybody. He's give me the mic! Like, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, no, that's deep. Damn, I never thought about it like that. Did you do you listen to any of the like trappier stuff out of Detroit? Like the like, oh my God, out of, like, hip, like yeah, and like out of hip hop lab? Because I just had my boy Danny G on the podcast. Yeah, listen, yeah. bro. Shout out to Lando Bando. Lando, your bitch not to let your bitch go. All right, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> bro, listen, listen to me, bro. I don't know if you understand this. Um I'm I am very tapped into Detroit. So like 2015, I won Best Comedian in Detroit. I saw you, how I found you is you murdered at Productively Stone. Thank like you. You murdered harder than I've thank seen you. someone murder in thank a long you, thank time. You. You fucking. Thank you. So here's the thing. I'm here in town filming Love Life, right? Mm -hmm. um, but, like, in my class of comedians, like, I'm, like, we, so there are three comedians who they said you need to look out for around this time, but it was, like, five years ago, right? It was myself. Uh, shout out to me. Uh, <laughs> Carlos Miller, who was in 85 South. Okay. Shout out to Los. And Robert Powell, who was like uh, the Uber Eats guy. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, of course, I mean, I'm sure he's making a jillion at Uber Eats, right? Then you got Los doing 85 South. And then here I am bringing up the rear. Like, the, my train of thought, the way that I think, is, is my style, right? So it's like, you know, I bring a very imaginative style that I don't think a lot of black comedians are really um, allowed to tap into, right? So, like, you know, I, I do a lot of producing. I'm, I'm, I'm producing two shows right now. I'm writing a movie for DreamWorks. Um, wow. Yeah, you know, it, it's, it's serious. Yeah. And so that's why it's kind of like I'm, I'm very behind the scenes until it's time to do stand-up. And everybody's like, what the fuck? Like, where where you come from? Bro, I've been, I've been lurking. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. very, very close to the surface about what's, you know um, – and so in Detroit, which is where I was brewing at, what happened was I decided I came to L.A. in 2011 and uh, I did this show or I went to L.A. in 2011. I did this show and they taught me that you don't want to be an up and coming there. 
you don't you, you just don't want to do that you know what i'm saying like new york maybe is a better place to be up and coming because of how much stage time you can get but by the time you get stage time in la they want to hear your hbo style set they want they, they want you to be ready there's not a lot of workout in la yeah. you know not if not if you're looking to be you know that guy you know and so i'm like okay went back to detroit and i just grinded i ended up getting on the radio in detroit and I was like hosting summer jams. I became an intricate part in 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 kind of like this like the hip hop scene. You know, I'm a bruiser. You know, I I roll with Big Sean and I, you know what I'm saying like yeah. you know I was on stage hosting when Trick Trick told Rick Ross he couldn't perform. That's like oh, history. That, so uh, if yeah. you watch it on FX, I was right there on FX <laughs> on stage. Like so, like yeah, bro. Like my city, I'm super tapped in. Like you know, I'm super proud of all of these guys. You know, from Sada to Peasy to Doughboy Cash Out to you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like to um to to payroll and HBK and you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, I'm I'm this is what I listen to in the morning. This is what I, you know, open my eyes. It's like Detroit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, um and and so that's like I'm very excited about being in New York, talking to you from Mass, talking yeah. about, you know what I'm saying? For real, because Detroit how I grew up. Buffalo is my favorite city in rap. I love shout out Griselda, shout out BSF, shout out Drumwork. Like that's and then Detroit is my second favorite city. Mm-hmm. I mean, fuck, I I you know, I saw Sean before he even had albums like open up for Wiz when I was like 12 years old. That was Can like, I tell you something? Sean was in my office. Okay, so my frat brother, one of my best friends over the last decade and a half, his name is Tommy Walker. Tommy Walker invented Detroit versus everybody. Like so, that's the Trevor's everybody by Tommy Walker. They they just collab with Gucci or whatever. Yeah. Anyway, Tommy and I started a company called See Here, right? See Here, it was an audio visual company where we would do flyers and album art and videos, right? And we would concept the videos so that we storyline them and all of that. Yeah. We we were horrible at videos because you know to be a video guy, you got to be a video guy. When was this? This was a uh, two thousand and ten. Okay. In 2011. And so Sean was one of Tommy's early clients for album art. So so Tommy did Finally Famous Volume 1, 2, and 3, where he was crowd surfing with the pink yeah. uh, uh, Louis Vuitton zone. He also did all of Mike Posner's okay, artwork. With, like, the clouds up. In, yeah. The clouds and the time. Remember all the little clocks yeah. that were melted everywhere? And so I remember um, Sean needed some last-minute tweaks for the album art to go on Dat Piff. Mm-hmm. Right, so it was just a a quick upload, but he uploaded it in our office because he's like, "All right, it's time." Bam, yeah. and we sat there and watched. It was just like he turned into something, like morphed. It was it was like David Blaine did something to him right there. I can I, I can't explain it to you. Like he was in our office, and it was like, "Oh shit, it says seven thousand. Oh shit, it said a hundred thousand. Oh shit, it said it's like what the fuck is going on?" Yeah. You know what I'm saying? From like, the beginning, he was different, though. Like he, oh, did you know that before? Like, did you know musically? Oh, yeah, 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 like, yeah, yeah. But listen, because Sean was smart, he and so he and he he was like almost like spiritual. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. So like, you know, it came across in his approach, and I like the fact that he began to talk about it in his life because like you you go over Sean's house and he'll be like, "Yo, take this book by Deepak Chopra." You know what I'm saying? I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? You know. Then, you know, later on, I see, like, oh, he's with Janae, who's, like, some kind of, she's, like, a mystical little yeah. god or something, you know, or goddess, you know what I'm saying? It's, like, and their energy together, just looking at pictures, is like, whoa. It's like planets colliding, you know what I'm saying? So, yeah. like, yeah, it's very it's very deep, bro. Are you spiritual at all? Yeah, man. 
I am. T- that's like he helped me uh, through that. Sh- he was the one who told me. D- he didn't tell me. That got me to read The Alchemist. For real. And that book changed. I mean, I've talked about that book too much on this podcast, but that book changed my life. And that's the shout book, out, Sean. That, the book that he put me on was. Um... Oh, wait. Keep talking to the mic. Oh, sorry. Sorry. I'm sorry. The bo- I'm, I'm talking into the joint. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, yeah. <laughs> Are you ready to hit that? Is it just weed? Yes, I promise. Uh, oh, what the fuck? I don't, oh, my God. I don't smoke tobacco. Thank you. Like all the raps and the spliffs. No, no, no. It's just weed, bro. I'm three years sober. It's just from weed. You scare me. I'm like, oh, there's a piece of people going on. I got, I got a crazy yeah. shroom story to tell you, too. Oh, wait. We'll I just did shrooms the yeah. first time two, three days ago. Really? Yes. Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. All right. Let's, okay, let's so talk. Let's talk. So let's talk. Anyway, right. um, it was the seven habits of. Uh, I have it in my phone. It was like the seven habits of successful people. And just hearing them talk to me about it was like. He's like, bro, what people think of you is none of your business. How they act and what they do is not even like, like you have to get past this. We have to get past the ego that everything is about us. Even, you know what I'm saying? Like, because we get it as a baby. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And there is an element of that that's true, right? But then that element that is true also makes it why everything is not about you. Like everything is about you Yeah. when you're minding your business. Like in your space, there is a there is a reality that is you, that you affect that, you know, and it's like so in that regard, yes, everything does revolve around you. But you also have to understand that you're in a multiverse of other planets of people who also everything is revolving around them. So sometimes on a case to case basis, you have to adjust what's about you and what's not. And that's a decision that has to be made that can unlock success for you. Because people will want to be around you because you let people be people. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I do. It's just like, it's fucking crazy. It's true. Like, yeah. Uh, I I do want to find out what that book, but it's like the four agreements where I was like, don't take anything personally. That, like, I'm the sorry. decision. You're right. The seven, th- that, was, that was the book you said, but the conversation was from the four agreements. Yeah. That's what The four he, agreements yeah, yeah, yeah. is cr- like that's the not take is. anything personally because. That's what that is. Yeah. I'm sorry. I'm glad you said that. It's true. That, like, I. I'll take things. I used to be such like an angry person. Like I would get angry at everything, and I would take everything personally. I'd be like fuck the world. Like the w-. and then I'm like, everyone's dealing with their own shit. If I was in this situation, I probably would act the same way. And if not, why would I? I don't want to burn any bridges. I burned right. enough bridges when I was younger. I'm not right. trying to like have someone out there hating me or whatever I, they think I me. Think they're like I, fuck that guy. Yeah, I think that here's the thing that people don't understand, right? Fuck, sweating with that bag on. Intelligence, it unlocks two things. Anger, because you're very aware of the bullshit. That's uh, I got that from Vegas. It's called uh, Mother Africa. It's a sativa. Yeah, I it just like it. It's so good. Yeah, it's like, it's like it has a very earthy, almost like a mossy kind of feel. It makes you feel like you're in one of those forests where it's like, like the stuff growing on the tree. You know, anyway. Yeah, yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> no, for so, real. It um, tastes like a really good tea. Like if you yeah, go to like a fancy yeah, tea place yeah. and you're like, oh, oh this man, has been bro. steeping from Himala- bro, uh, Him- bro. Himalayas. Okay. I got to talk to you about tea places too. All right, we, so got, we got mushrooms. So we got mushrooms tea and tea places. Yeah, okay, right. okay, okay, okay. <laughs> um, Thanks, man. Donnie. So uh, I forgot what I was just talking about, by the way. I forgot where I was going with uh, it. Oh, and it unlocks anger because you're very aware. And it unlocks, how can I say this? 
because you're aware, it un- uh, intelligence unlocks your sexuality. Like when you get smart, you learn who you are and what you like, and then then you take a stance on it. That's why, like you know, when I was in college, I, I went to Michigan State, but like, you know, in my travels, chicks from U of M were a lot freakier because they were a lot smarter, and they understood, you know, what I'm saying like you know Every, versus. Yeah. Chicks at Michigan State were better looking. Like my wife is from Michigan State. You know what I'm saying? She's yeah. gorgeous. You know, like she's gorgeous. Like that's you know, and she's and she's great. I don't want to horrify her bitch. <laughs> but but you understand what I'm saying? It's I, like no, I, I, in my small window of time where I got an opportunity to date people who weren't her, I saw that like, huh, nerd sex is crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like everybody's walking Look around at me. all what cool. What type of sex do you think I'm I'm having? just letting you know. <laughs> like everybody walking around all cool. Like, oh, they must be fucking. But nah, because there's not a lot of originality at the at the at the peak of the the at the top of the food chain. It's not a lot going on. But in in the the core of of the you know what I'm saying? In the core, which yeah. is like the people who make shit really happen. That's who's fucking in. No, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I this could be me just hitting that joint, but also I do feel like art. All right, look at art, and the most, the best art isn't perfect. The best set that you'll ever have wasn't the most planned out set ever, and I think that kinda is how sex is. Also, like it, it isn't. If you want it to be perfect, if it's like. The people who do everything to be like I'm about to fuck you up. Ready? That's not it's the we shouldn't be doing this sex. That is like that's like, oh God. You know what I'm saying? Like, cause it's but it's so good, but it's not even like it's you're not in your head. You ever notice like like, okay, about to get in deep, but it's like you ever like have sex with somebody for the first time, but like mad last long, and it's not even like it's whack, you just like there's like a strength in you yeah. that's mm-hmm. like what the f-? you know and it's like a there's a and it's because it's almost like you haven't got in your own way of it you haven't premeditated anything there aren't any moves that you knew you were going to do you don't know this body you don't understand no. how it's going to respond that's that's really like that's when it becomes like nature takes over. And but it's that's like, this is what everything else is. The best things are when you're in that flow state. Oh, it's most flow, definitely. It's like most definitely. I said not most to definitely. get not to get gra- the best fucking sex I think I ever had was on a balcony in Barcelona. People definitely could see, but yeah. it was just free. It was yeah. like it yeah. was you weren't supposed to have. It yep. was free. It was yep. Barcelona. Like yep. it's like what are we doing? Exactly. <laughs> what, what are we doing? What is Sam? happening right now? Are you, oh my! <laughs> you know, man, what? And so I just you know. I think that those are huge incentives to really like explore, you know, questions, you know, about the universe and 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 have questions about spirituality and because that's the real intelligence. But when I speak about being a smart, that's the real intelligence. Yeah. But the anger is real because ignorance is bliss. Like oh, most definitely. Especially as a like sometimes at night I just want to get so high I don't have to think about what what the fuck am I going to do to make myself go to the next mm-hmm. step cuz I don't uh, know about you if you have the type of brain where it's like, what's next? Yeah, Every no, no, time no. trying to get to a level of myself that I respect is hard. Yeah. I don't right? think you ever will. Right. I think that's well, the drive. that's the thing. It's like I think that letting yourself down 
is probably one of the hardest things you have to, you know, I think that if you're smart, you almost expect other people to let you down at some point, but letting yourself down is something that you can't escape from. Now, the mushroom trip. Yes. Okay. Never done them before. Never done them before. Any psychedelics? No psychedelics, right? Okay. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is real weed. I mean, not real weed. This is real drugs. This is not weed anymore. We're not in yeah. Kansas. This is like... Had you ever done any type of drugs? Uh, I did like some Molly back in the day, which was like... Everybody says it's like, it's clean. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That's like the best way they can describe it. When I had it, uh, it was in LA. Uh, they, they, uh, apparently, it was good, Molly. I don't know. I'm glad I didn't have I've a bad I've never done batch. Molly. Man, it was fucking dope. I've never I, done I, Coke. I've never done pills. Never done Coke. I've never done... Uh, I've had an Adderall before. Which never was, done that. I have drank a little bit of codeine, but that was. Oh yeah, yeah, I, I did that too. But I didn't do that. Do that. No, you know I didn't. It was like that, in yeah. college, like a couple of sips. It was delicious. It was in like, high school. I know, it, yeah. Wasn't it delicious? It was. It's yeah. like wow, this is really good. It's like <laughs> fucking. You know what I'm saying? Like, but look at the fucking Flint and Detroit scene. Yeah. <laughs> that's fucking. It's heavy over there. It is. Free Rio. Crazy. Shout out Rio. Shout out to Rio, man. Shout out to Flint. Shit. Yeah. The YN crew. Shout out to Vezo. Shout, Vezo, when I heard Moonwalking for yeah. the first time, yeah. oh my that's God, what, bro. that and Sada is what put, I mean, I was into it, but that's part of the scene. So let me tell you, it's 2000. Wait, Mushroom, Mushroom. Okay, wait, wait, you're right, right, right. Okay. <laughs> so, so, I, it just, it was very subtle, because I made a tea. I made a tea out of it, right? Ground up the things, I emptied out a tea bag, put the mushrooms in a tea bag, boiled the, you know what I'm saying, yeah. you know, for about 30 minutes, Lemon, honey, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, it was great. It tasted amazing. Do it with anyone? Uh, I did it with my wife, right? Very subtle. And I don't think I did enough. But what I did has made my, like, for the next couple of days after it, every time I smoked, I felt like my brain was opening up again. Like, oh, I'm not done with this. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like, man, it's like, first of all, a couple of things, thoughts I came out of it with. We're all babies. Like, we're all babies. Like, just like how you leave some onions in the kitchen and then they, they start growing that shit out of it. And I mean, we just started growing and driving and fucking, and, but we're just babies. And I don't think that we are fragile enough with ourselves because we think that 80 years old is such a long ass time when it's like the universe and everything that's around us is billions of years old. We're just like puppies. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Um, we I could think, be coming back, like yeah, doing yeah. this. So. I think that I think we need to pay attention to animals' heartbeats. I don't know why, <laughs> right? <laughs> Wait, like, can you, you can you explain you, a little if bit? You, if you have a dog, you just need to pay attention to his heartbeat. Like feel it oh. sometimes. I actually, you know I have saying? a dog, and I do agree yeah, with that. Yeah. yeah, like feel his heartbeat. I think that's important. Um, your dog misses his mom. Go easy on it. Weird shit, right? Did you have your dog with you? No, but I miss my dog. I, so my dog is in Detroit with my mom because my kids are there and my wife is here. We're not in L.A. You know, it's the summertime, they're vacation in Michigan. So, no, you know, the dog is there, you know. Um, but, like, it's just like, man, like, he misses his mom. And that's deep. Like, his job is to, is to be a, something for somebody. You know what I'm saying? And it's like we worry about... You know, it doesn't speak our language, and we want it to do shit, and anything that it does do is fucking miraculous because it doesn't speak our language. And it, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, dog, we got to give dogs a break. Like, God damn, like, look in their eyes. Look in their eyes, right? Then I started having these little arguments with God. 
right? Because I feel like God is rich. And when I ask for small stuff and I don't get it, it's like I feel like he's at like a party and he's letting like everybody listen to my prayers and everybody's laughing. Like he's like, everybody shut up, shut up, shut up. Listen to this, listen to this. You know what I'm saying? I'm just praying for 20 bucks. and You know what I'm saying? And yeah. it's like, you know, why didn't he give everybody the same size dick? Like, what is your deal? <laughs> like, what is your deal? Like, what, like, what did we do to you? You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like you know, like, and, and, you know, it's like, you know, does God have a small dick? Like, is that his thing? Like, is he, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, did yeah. some guys break through? Did some guys, it's, it's like a meditation you had to go through and wrestle with God to get the dick that he really had for you. He's <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know what I'm saying? You know? Um, uh, what else? Um, we got to pick a side on fish. It's not fair. Like, are we going to eat them or are they pets? We got to pick a side. At this point, we have to pick a side because the fish are there and they can smell the perch cooking. And they're like, what the fuck is going on? And they're having like, have little you, meat. Do you have fish? I have had fish. Have you noticed them acting weird while you're cooking fish? No, but I never realized that what we were doing you know what i'm saying like we got i feel like you're side. gonna be vegan in like two years i don't know man all this animal all these animal thoughts if you're gonna know, i'm man. gonna talk to you in two years and you're gonna be vegan and shit i'm gonna be like man but then it's like plants have feelings too like what the fuck should we eat you know what i'm saying like plants are like radiating energy they're alive it's like we just like chopping them down and we're like we don't eat blood like yeah you do chlorophyll is fucking you know what i'm saying like yeah. it's all blood it's all you know it all screamed when it was time, you know what I'm saying? Like, so yeah, that's some couple mushroom thoughts. That's great. That's I w I've taken mushrooms more times than I can count. How do you do them? Okay, so look, I I just I, take them straight. Just eat them. Yeah. All right. So look at this one that I got. Shout out to uh, the Loopers and uh, Earl Sweatshirt. Oh, uh, everyone go stream uh, Van Gogh's Left Ear. The Looper's new Fuck album. Fuck yeah, go stream, uh, go stream. It's Van on Bandcamp. Yeah, that's my boy, man. I am in a Kush coma, <laughs> <laughs> bro. But he's like, bro, he's an amazing artist. He is like, bro, he's like a dope ass person. You know what I'm saying? Like, he's tall as fuck, which is so crazy. You know what I'm saying? It's like so weird. Like, uh, they were trying to, they were, they were casting for um. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, and I dropped his name. Like, dog, he should play Kareem in the that movie. Would that would be fucking insane. <laughs> that would like, be I feel insane. like that's the kind of guy Kareem was a little bit, like yeah. doing karate with Bruce Lee and shit. Anyway, let me show you this room, bro. I'm scared to eat it, man. I got it. This is the the, the big boy. Oh, shit. Is that a penis envy? Is that the type? That's what those are called. Oh, really? Yeah, they're called penis envy. Wow, you want to see it? It's the my, it camera's right there. Oh, if you okay, hold. yeah. But I I miss those. I don't think I hold on to my mushroom thoughts like I did when I first started doing them. Cause so, now, like okay. I've done them on stage before. What? Yeah, I saw I saw Jordan Jordan Rock. Shout yeah. out Jordan Rock. Shout out to J-Rock, man. I saw him on New Year's Eve tripping on mushrooms going up on stage, and then I was like, shit, I need to do that sometime. So was, it, was, it, was it funny? Like, it was, was great. Him and Pete Davidson. Pete Davidson killed on mushrooms. Okay. It was, so I was like, I got to do that sometimes. I did it. It's intense. So you just eat them? Like, just I just eat them plain. But I don't hold on to those thoughts. Like I did DMT, and that's like... What's that like? 
that I fucking met Buddha. Like what? Like, did he, did he look just, like the true religion man? Did he have one with some little truths? He looked like he was like he had a Hawaiian shirt on that was flowing, and he had a big gray beard, and he was like laughing, and he Damn, looked like, and Master it was as Roshi. real as like you and me talking now. What? You know what? That reminds me of Master Roshi from Goku from Dragon Ball Z. I'm not. I never got into that shit. It's pretty sweet. It's just a good story, man. Goku's a great person, and you just wish the best for him, and he just can scrap. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? At the end yeah. of the day, you know? He's not, he's not like a great father. He's always dead or gone. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, yeah. Shout out to Goku. He's like Michael Jordan. So you know how Michael Jordan was like a great player, but probably wasn't the best dad. You know what I'm saying? Like cigars yeah. and scotch, you know, all around. That's kind of like Goku. In How a do you way. do it? Because you're married, mm-hmm. you have kids, mm-hmm. you're fucking multiple cities following your dream. Is it hard to like balance all that shit? No, it's not, man. You know what's crazy is like, okay, so when I was growing up, like uh, my godfather was like um, an insurance salesman. He's like sell insurance for like Michael Jackson concerts. He's mm-hmm. fucking stupid, breaded. I, I've been to Michael Jackson concerts in like kindergarten. And got like the glove, you know what I'm saying? Like it's like yeah. come back to kindergarten, like talking, like yeah, look here, you little fucking, like you know me, Mike, Macaulay, we duck, you know, you know. But it wasn't. I would never like chill with Mike. Yeah. Shout out to Mike, but I, I never, I never. I'm from Detroit. I wasn't invited over. You uh, know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, um, you know, so I was, I, I, I was in LA a lot as a kid. I had access to a lot of shit. I saw a lot of things. Um, And that was my life, right? I had a little slice because I had somebody who had some access. My kids have me, and this is their life. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, these circumstances will make them great. These circumstances will open up their eyes. Like, put it like this. My kids' favorite show was um, was Raven's Home, right? They got into that so Raven in the pandemic, they had to go back and watch the old shit, but they love Raven's Home. A buddy of mine uh, named Dave Hellum, shout out to Dave Hellum, writer for That's So Raven. I'm like, bro, my kids love the show. He's like, oh, after school one day, just bring them by and we're filming. And I took them to set. Like, you know, and they watched their favorite show get made and they got an autograph uh, script cover and then so that the script had the number of the episodes, like 403, whatever. And so they could remember when it came out to watch it and understand that this is what TV looks like. This is how TV gets filmed. It's just like... Yeah, just, that's, yeah. A, that's a beautiful experience. You understand what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, And so I feel like, man, I just got to keep going because, you know, I feel like the bigger I get, the more access it is for them. Like, I'm I'm writing this movie for DreamWorks. I can't talk about it, but it's like... You know, at the premiere of that, I have an opportunity to have them there. And, you know, they get all the toys from the movie or they, you know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, so this is this their life. And, you know, how they respond to it is how they respond to it. I wish them the best and I give them everything I have. But it's like, that's what life is. I think, you know, I wish that my parents would have just let go and let me not have to go to college and just do comedy at 18. You know what I'm saying? I like, really, yeah, I do. You know, I wish that they would have trusted that they raised the correct kind of guy, and that's just it. 
You know what I'm saying? Like you that's know, a, I've ne- that's how, that's the perfect wording for it. Yeah. That they should have just trusted the yeah. process that yeah. they put like in. they put it out there. Like this is what you did. I think that as 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 we become teenagers, right, our life bottlenecks to a little bit of pressure because now we're entering into society and stuff that we do can affect our parents' reputation and all of that shit. And they begin to get worried, like, oh shit, I didn't teach them about this. I didn't teach them about that. I didn't teach and then it's like they try to blame the the kid like you know and it's like fam like you know i I have this joke on stage where i'm like you know my mom wanted me to get a 4.0 but it's like she didn't even know why like i didn't i never even thought to question the fact that nobody in my family had ever gotten a 4.0 because maybe we just didn't come from a 4.0 environment maybe like mcnuggets is not 4.0 food you know what i'm saying like you know it's like and, and i'm not saying my mom didn't cook or no shit like that but i'm just saying like you know, that's the plight that we all have. It's like we bring our report cards home and it's not all A's and your parents are like, Ugh. it's like, who the fuck is getting all A's? Yeah. And for what? Not saying that you can't, you can, but it's like, did you do it? Like, what was your bedtime? What was your diet? Like, oh, stop acting like it's like we have to just, you know, it's weird. My kids report cards came. And I didn't even let them see it. They weren't great. It was from the pandemic. It wasn't bold. They did. They did great for them. But it's like you know, I, I'm not. I didn't even tell them. I said, "Great job. We're done with third and whatever." Great. It's like, I'm. It's just like, dog. That idea of this whole failure system and you know, you know, just your daddy got to be right there. It's like, fam, daddy's working. They know that. They know that daddy makes money. They know that we have stuff. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, and so people ask me that all the time. It's like, man, my kids understand. My kids encourage me to go get it. My kids want to be in it. I tell them all the time. One of them's funny. One of them is just hella charming. I'm like, she's gonna be the comedian. She's gonna be the manager. She's gonna run CP Productions. Both their names are my exact initials, so they're both CPs. So my production company, as I begin to create films and all this shit for other people. They go to college if they want to. If not, they intern, come in, and run my shit. That's it. Like, Yeah, you're setting up like a... Listen, it's my job to get them out of the hood. It's not their job to get me out of the hood. You know what I'm saying? It's like, yeah. that's where parents get it fucked up. I'm not your lottery ticket, fam. I'm not your chance to get the fuck out of your situation. It's like, it's your job to get out of your situation and put me in a better situation. And if you can't do that, then you got to watch the fuck out and let me take a crack at it. Let me roll the dice. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's like, you know, parents got to, you know, lighten the fuck up because, you know, a motherfucker like me would tell your kids about how you were in middle school. You know what I'm saying? You don't want that. Like, oh, uh, your dad was fucking retarded. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, but not like, shout out to like everybody that's like really re- retarded. I'm not, it's not like a <laughs> I, real, you know I what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah. Cause you can't say stuff. You it's know what I'm fuck, saying? We were just talking, yeah, but we don't, did, when did you, so you grew up, like, when did you start making it for yourself? Like, when you're like, oh, I'm going to start building a foundation for the people around me. Like, Well, you know what's crazy is that, like, man, when I was in college, my mom wanted me to be an engineer because my mom worked at Chrysler. And she saw that the engineers, like, our whole family had worked for engineers their whole career. They all went through Chrysler. They all were in the plant. And it was engineers who could walk around and be, you know, and so I was in like a lot of DAPSET, which is like Detroit area uh, engineering program. I was in that kind of shit because she wanted me to be an engineer. Um, I was in like a lot of mathematics and shit like that. 
But when I got to college, I saw real engineers. I wasn't going to Chrysler. I was seeing what they were building. And it's like a bunch of, like, by yourself as, like, yeah. you know, erector set shit. Like, man, fuck not, out of That's here. not you. Yeah, yeah, like, I'm fucking hilarious. I want to, you know, I'm a, I'm a party. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I got to figure out how to monetize it because I don't want to do shit but have fun. I don't want to do shit but laugh. I don't want to do shit but create cool shit. That's all I want to do. So I don't know how to, you know. And but I was just doing it for them, and so I was in engineering. Then I changed to communications, came out with like a DMAT degree, which is like digital media arts and technology. Basically, like all everything we do now is what they were planning on us doing back then. Like they were telling us about it. Like it's going to yeah. be this kind of technology. You'll be able to be your own celebrity. I mean, Bill Clinton made a speech about what was coming tech-wise. These little cameras and you know, having your own. This shit looks like a million dollars in here. You know this is the coolest studio. Shout 19, out Too Much Content yeah. Studio. Shout out Ani Moshe, our producer. Shout out Irish O'Neal. Amazing. In 1992, motherfuckers come in here and it's like, you know, welcome to Hot 97. 90. This is like that. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, the fact that this is, you're able to have your own this now is what I was planning for. That's, this is what my degree was about. You know, to be able to release yourself as a brand, to have everything. We were doing mocap back then, like motion capture for video games or, you know, for cartoons. We were doing all kind of shit, but it was all about content. And so what I would do is I was just jumping into content, making it hilarious, but making it dope by editing with everybody. You know, like yeah. doing my editing shit, but my shit would just be funny. Did you and know I, you wanted to be a stand-up? I, yeah, but it's like you don't, you know, I, like I also want to be a model. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like it's, it's yeah. a lot of shit you want to be that if you could be would be great. I didn't understand that I could just I could have just started doing comedy whenever I thought I held it with so much prestige that I almost felt like someone had to like anoint me in and I had to you know what I'm saying anyway, that and, first time when you just get pushed out man like, that first time I got a standing ovation really man let me tell you so I was so fast forward after college um, I'm sitting in the frat house um, I have my communications degree I don't quite know what I want to do then I see this Nike commercial come on. Now, I told you we had just been working with MoCap. And this Nike commercial was like Sean Marion going versus Steven Jackson. And it's going back and forth. And you don't know if it's Madden. You don't know if it's real. You don't know if it's CGI. It's just fucking ridiculous. And I'm like, oh, shit, I can do that. Like, I know I, I know what they're doing. I mean, I probably can't do it, do it. But, I, you know, yeah, you I, I know could, how it works. I could help, yeah. you know. So I, I called Nike. I was fucking, I was a kid. You know what I'm saying? And they were like, no, that's not how it works. We have an um, agency called Wyden and Kennedy that does our spots. You have to talk to them. I call Wyden and Kennedy. They're like, oh, that's so cute. A little, you know, undergrad. You just graduated. Listen, buddy, this is this is the big times. You, you don't come here unless you've been somewhere else and you're proven, you know, whatever. And she was very nice. She was like, go find somewhere in your area. That's, you know. And so I found this place in Detroit called Global Hue, huge advertising agency for multicultural size of the business so we would do walmart commercials but we would do we would do the black ones mm -hmm. or the latino ones you know what i'm saying it was like very direct marketing but they were the best in the world surprisingly right in my backyard so i worked there and worked my way up from the mail room to you know i'm i'm writing the walmart christmas spot huge this is wow. our biggest client this is the their biggest holiday how and long I, are you doing two this? and a half years at the two-year mark, one day I'm driving home, and it's like, you know, I, I, I got a brand-new car. I got an apartment downtown over the river. You know, I'm suited up for work every day, but I'm damn near broke because I'm just making enough to really maintain it all. 
And I'm just like, that's like got me in a funk. I'm on my way home. I hear on the radio they're having a comedy night on Seven Mile. I look up. I'm about to pass Seven Mile. So I come up off Seven Mile, and I run into the bar. I'm like, can I do the comedy night? She's like, well, that's not till tonight. It's like 5. It's, it's like at 9. She said, but I like how you dress. You know, it's the owner. She said, I'm going to let Foolish, the guy who was the host, I'll let him know he'll bring you up. I come back with some of my frat bros. I go up. He, the guy calls me CT, right? Or no, no, he calls me TP, like toilet paper, <laughs> right? And so I go up, and the first thing I do is roast him. And, and you know, people, anybody who knows me knows, like, the way I roast is so out of body, right? It's like I'm not roasting you. I'm roasting what you're thinking and how you – and it's like people can't even combat with that. That's why I'm yeah. I'm the king where I'm from, you know, you know as, as far as roasting. And so, you know, but at that time I was – you know, nobody knew, and I just – I tore him up. Then I just started doing jokes about, um, you know, just all kind of shit I was thinking about. And they were just loving it. And my mom was there, you know what I'm saying? Because she knew I wanted to be a comedian since I was like eight. You know what I'm saying? It was just, you know, like, it's some, it was like a dream. You know, like some kids want to play basketball. Yeah. You know, so your mom take you to camp, you know, but she just doing her mom thing. My mom was buying me little tapes. She was just doing her mom thing, you know, but that night, she could feel it. And like I was she like, you know, what are you doing? I'm like, oh no, I'm uh I'm at this bar. Why? I'm I'm about to do stand up. I'm on the way. Like, fuck, ma, you know. But I'm glad she was there because she saw what the beginning was. And it just it was like five minutes of fire. And I remember like foolish telling me, like, yo, come back next week and we'll run that same gimmick. People love the first time and they love that. So we we will run it again. And I'm like, fuck, like, okay. You know, came back the next week. People are in there like, oh, you're the guy who uh, talked about the pothole pussy, you know, right? And it was like, oh, shit. Like, yeah, that's me. You know, so I was saying like, you know, <laughs> like uh, some girls be squeezing their pussy muscles trying to make us feel good. And then, you know, she fuck around and let go by mistake. And you're like, what? Ah! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> 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 you hear the pothole and that pussy, like, whoa, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> And so, uh, you know, they really like that. You're the pothole pussy guy. And so um, I don't drink at all, right? Have you ever? Yeah, of course. Because okay. there's no religious reason why I don't. It's just I don't, I don't like the drunk guy. And I got a lot of alcoholics in my family. I don't drink before I go on stage. Uh, like, that's not. Yeah, yeah. I, I, well, I definitely don't do that. But, you know, like, you know, my wife will come beg me to have a glass of rosé. I had a glass of frosé the other day, and I was fucked up for, like, two hours. Like, I was like, this is why! You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's like, you know, like, um, so. You go back to the place. Go back to the place. You d- People recognize you. And they're buying me And drinks. you're going to run the gimmick again? Yes. No, 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 not the gimmick again because, you know, like. Once people recognize Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm saying? There's a couple people, you know what I'm saying, whatever. But, you know, basically, this is my second time. You know what I'm saying? Like, it ain't like, you know. And so they're buying me Heineken's. And I'm like, I'm trying to hold on. I remember, like, my best friend who wasn't there at the first show, he comes in and he sees my face. And he's like, yo, you're fucking drinking? And I'm like, yeah, bro, it's going to be lit. You're going to see, man. I'm going to kill it. I fucking killed your last one. You'll see. You'll see. And he's like, oh, fuck. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's recalling the story to me. And I'm like, damn. He's like, bro, I knew you were going to bomb because you were just, it was like 
your energy was, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, like your cool wasn't there. Yeah. You were like just you were like too uninhibited. You know what I'm saying? And you know, and and so I went on stage and I forgot all my jokes and then I tried to roast somebody, right? But the guy that I roasted ended up being a comedian. And he's like an ex Marine, super crazy. Everybody's scared of him. I'm not even knowing this yet because I'm just two days into fucking comedy. I don't know everybody. Yeah. He's just a guy you don't fuck with. My mom is there. She invites some of my family members because she's telling them how much I killed and she couldn't believe it. So I got family there who was like, he's about 10 shows away from basically having a special, but let's just strap <laughs> ourselves in for a ride. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's hyping you up. Hyping she's hyping you up. up. Yeah. I started roasting him. He's, he's a real fat dude. I said, look at this motherfucker right here, looking like three people hugging, right? <laughs> Everybody bust out laughing. He said, who the fuck are you talking to? And I'm like, you, you big, eat your cornbread, looking motherfucker, right? <laughs> he said, all right. You know, he starts heckling me, going crazy. I really can't concentrate. Then, foolish, I, he's like, man, why'd you do that? And I'm like, what you mean? Bam, next up, next. Come to the stage next. And it's this guy. He gives him the oh. mic, and he just, like, destroys me. And I'm, like, in front of my mom. Getting, he's calling me all kind of shit, like like a frail, built bitch. <laughs> and, you know, leaning on the wall, looking like uh, one of Prince, boy. I mean, he was just killing me. And my mom was like, you sure that's what you want to do? And I'm like, damn. But I feel it. And your whole family. Yeah, right, my whole yeah. family's here. She got a safe face, you know what I'm saying? She looking crazy. And um, so at that moment, I knew the polar opposites of the game, right? And what I noticed is that bombing that hard made my stomach hurt, but I was still drunk off killing that hard the first time. Yeah. And it was like, it was almost like winning a championship and then losing a championship. Well, and it's like, I just got to get back. I, I got to get better. I got to work out. I got to go harder. And that's, I think, to have that slingshot happen to me my first time, that's what jolted me into this is serious take it serious be a professional be a maniac you know what i'm saying like it was kind of the best thing that could have ever happened to me that is literally what happened not literally but so the first two times i ever did stand up i used a fake id to get into the comedy <laughs> store oh, my mom shout my mom bought me a fake id and flew me to la so i could hopefully get on at the comedy store That's at insane. one of their shout open out mics. to mom Mom's, yeah, bro. She was, she did support like first time I get on, you know, Kill Tony. Yeah. First time I ever do stand up, I get on Kill, Kill Tony. Tony. I'm 17 so you got years the one old. Minute? I'm 17 years old. I'm using a fake ID, not drinking. I go up and uh, it's a minute. It's yeah. a minute. But I yeah. had for that show, I had a really good set. Yeah, Fucking fuck Brody it. Stevens, rest in peace, was in the audience. Like Damn. one of my favorites. Jamar Neighbors, another one of my favorites. Was Jamar's there, fucking like, insane. So insane. Shout out to Jamar, man. <laughs> I remember uh, we was on Roast Me Together. I told him his teeth looks like he bites the holes into waffles. <laughs> <laughs> That's so good. Uh, <laughs> and that yeah. was my first time. Mm -hmm. So then I get on again. And this time, that was in the belly room. Okay. Second time, it's in the main room. Oh, Sold man. out in the main room. Steve-O. Red stage. Steve-O is the guest. Oh, shit. I, what year is this? Oh, how long ago? This was probably 2015. Okay, yeah, 2015. yeah, Steve-O is right in the thick of it. Yeah. <laughs> so I fucking, I start drinking beforehand. Oh. 
because you were comfortable. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I was like, I'm this gonna is start where I drinking. I'm gonna yeah, say it's, it's the ma- it's sold out at the main room of the comedy store. It's like my second or it's the third second time doing stand up ever. Fucking get drunk, go up, bomb. Steve O yawns during my set. Like it's a minute still. It's a minute still, but still. Fucking bomb. And that was the slingshot of like, I'm gonna take this seriously. I'm yeah. gonna fucking like It's like I you needed that. Yeah. Some people some people coast on here's what here's what people do. Come into comedy with at that time what they feel is the funniest seven or eight minutes that that they could ever put together, right? Don't forget that literally Dave Chappelle could write five minutes for your mom and she could tour that bitch and open mics and go crazy and make a name for herself, right? That doesn't make her a comedian, though. You understand? It's like, and so I think that as a young comedian, you have to learn that you have to, you have to dig deep within yourself to find those things that are more not about you, but about how you view them that everybody can see. And I think that the more or less, the more I stay towards those kind of things, the more I can connect with any audience. But the more I stay within my ego and trying to talk about things that are only about me, I feel like I lose the audience. When I try to constrict myself and try to be like, this is what I'm going to talk about tonight. This is, it's like, I just, I go out there and fucking like light up the infinity stones. I don't know what the fuck I'm going to yeah. say. I just know that I have tons of jokes and it's like, here they are. Here's some of them, whatever can fit in. You know, it's like, it's like my jokes are like a big ass cookie sheet, and then I'm just like cutting seven minutes, and whatever is in there is just in there, and it's like seven, seven, you know, just making yeah. little Christmas cookies with the little. <laughs> you fucking you your clothes. You had a joke about religion that was so good, and it was it wasn't. It's covering a topic that like. You fucking, you came at it in an original idea. So I like the idea where you're like, I don't have to just write, like, personal shit. I'm going to fucking just do what I want. I'm going to write yeah. what I want, say yeah. what I want. Because, like, and that's how you find a bit like that. Exactly. You know? And so, like, um, I'm trying to think. Was it the one about Adam and Eve? Yeah, it was the Adam and yeah. Eve one. And so, that's I mean, such a good bit. That, that, that bit is really just, it, it, it kind of tears apart. Like, for my special, I'm going to do it in a way that is the movie version of it, right? So, like, I always look at, like, Power Rangers when we was kids. Like, they were, like, when they were on TV after school, they had, like, those spandex outfits on. But when the movie came out, it was, like, metal. You know what I'm saying? It's like, you know, same with Ninja Turtles, right, when it was a cartoon. But then when the movie came out, it was, like, ugly turtle. You know what I'm saying? But it's like... The actors. Right. And so, you know, but it's really just about, like, the idea that there was a grown man here without a woman and then a woman came from his rib without a person because if God and it's just like it's so many things that it's like hmm? 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 like you know what I'm saying so yeah. God does surgeries like, God, why Why would God need this man's rib if God made him? God don't have any extra ribs left over from when he was making people. He made the dinosaurs. I'm sure he's got big-ass ribs <laughs> over there if he just needs a rib. I don't understand why. And it's just like, you know, what's the idea of that? Like, what does that even mean? Like, 
you know, and, you know, did did you have to make the girl monkeys like that too? Or were they just over there fucking and Adam just had to watch? Or, you know what I'm saying? Like, what about the frogs? Like, the frogs are just, this is the big garden of Eden. All these beautiful smoothies that you could make and pineapples and everything is delicious. And it's like, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, dog, like, you know, how old was he? How long did you make him wait till you made eat? It's like, come on. It's all these questions. They, instead of asking questions, which I've noticed gets people a little bit uncomfortable, I instead create scenarios with the given reality based on the now reality that you can understand. It's like, do you understand why this doesn't make any sense? Yeah. Do you understand based on the story that I'm telling you just exactly what I'm, gi I'm giving it to you the way that it's presented? And you know what I'm saying? And, and, and it just makes people go like, damn. Like, hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you know, like, wow. And then I have that whole bit about getting into heaven and not being on the list and that being an issue and, you know, then people trying to be political or diplomatic, you know, like, dude, I almost missed a flight the other day and I gave the Skycap dude a hundred bucks. The line was like so long. He took the hundred like, yeah, come on right over here, baby. And I was like, I, I looked at everybody like, you got to have a hundred. I don't know what to yeah, tell yeah, you. Yeah. You, know you work like, hard. You do work right, hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> you know, like, make him rich. Come on, guys, you know. But it's like, you know, that's how people would be. People, you know, there's some there's some guy who's like some white billionaire who's died. is like, that's that's crazy. You know, he's calling his ticket guy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I have a joke about how crackheads, speaking of tickets, okay, so I have this joke about how my crackhead uncle, me and him fell out because he tried to sell me some tickets to my graduation. <laughs> <laughs> to your own graduation. <laughs> to my own graduation. <laughs> And I'm like, first of all, these don't even have any monetary value. Every student gets five. That's just it. Every every kid gets five. He's like, nephew, what you trying to say? I'm trying to say that you're trying to fucking scam me. <laughs> my own graduate. And sell me tickets to my own graduate. Nephew, I can't believe you would say that to me. I can't believe you would say that to me. Wow, I'm trying to sell you some good ass things. <laughs> These ain't no regular graduation. These are some good ass things. I got a ticket guy. You ain't got no fucking ticket guy. I got a ticket guy. It's just the assistant, at the assistant principal. Come to find out at the graduation, I'm walking across the stage and he's on stage. He has the best seats in the house. He's on stage <laughs> in the fucking handshake line. I told you, got my grandma sitting with him. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Why are y'all on stage? I told you these are good ass seats. <laughs> he did us. So a call back to that would be in heaven and then I, I I'm I'm losing all hope and then I see Unk, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Unk is like, man, I got some backdoor passes. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you feel me? And you know, but um I like playing in a hyper reality that has limitations that mirror ours. Yeah. You understand what I'm yeah. saying? Because it's like I feel like that's a whole space similar to like NFT or some shit. That's a whole space that is not really being used because people are afraid to imagine. So I like to fill that space with things. It's almost like an alternate reality where it's like everything looks the same, but things are slightly different. You know what I'm saying? Like the idea that women have to earn their pussies when they're 16. You <laughs> yeah, know what I'm exactly, saying? And yeah. they get it at their sweet 16 party, right? It's a regular world, right? But women are walking around without pussies because their fam you know, their families are broke or, you know yeah. what I'm saying? There's only one pussy in the family and their mom has to have it. <laughs> yeah, you know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. like... You know, but that it looks like our world. Everything's the same, but the pussies are different. And it, it's, just, it's, it's like th those are the kind of things that I think that's what sets my comedy apart is the way that I want to layer 
reality to make sure that I could have, you know, just just talk about shit that's different from us. That's what we like. It's just different. Like when what? Did, when that's did so you crazy. realize then that you had like an hour? Like you're gonna film a special, like you're gonna do right. like oh, this is man. what I'm gonna put out. So I I've been, fucking have it. I've been I've been headlining uh poorly, poorly sold shows for like two years. So like I'm I'm all over the country on the nights that they don't give a fuck about ticket sales yeah. and I'm there and I'm just like doing my hour for six times a weekend. That's what really that's what hones it. I think that that's when I realized like, okay, you know, this is the set that I'm selling. And these are the jokes that I want to do, okay? And now I have to look at those jokes. And this is what I tell people, too. I could turn five minutes into an hour. I I could turn. Because what I could do is I think that people don't think deep enough about a topic, and they switch. I'm always tagging for my friends, like, God damn, you had so much on the, you know what I'm saying? Because it's like, yo, you're not really... Do you just you know I don't know if you understood where you could kind of go with that you know what I'm saying it's is like, that just how your brain works or is that a conscious decision that you just it's, no it's, it's just how my shit works it's just like that's like that's why I'm a comedian it's because my brain works like that that's where I'm at with it it's not like a choice yeah you know what I'm saying so I don't know if like you have like I sit down and you're like no I write this down I'm gonna try to no it's like everything is a conversation even on stage so then it becomes like just like the crackhead uncle and what it's like to be a crackhead and a day in his life and how, you know, crackheads may look like homeless people, but they're really at work. You know what I'm saying? Like, like they're not, you know, yeah. in, you know, they're, they're, they're in the field because crack is that important and crack is a priority. And, you know, I feel like crack as an incentive could make them work hard in a lot of arenas, like open up some of those lanes at Walmart. You know what I'm saying? Like so many lanes <laughs> in here that are the close, get some crackheads in here. Like, Put a piece of crack on a stick and just, you know what I'm saying? Like, literally just have them like, yeah, uh, come on, man. I'm working for my break. You know what I'm saying? You feel me? The manager come around and cut the stick for their 15-minute break. Yes, I'll be right back. You know what I'm saying? Or the fact that crack is one of the one of the more selfish drugs, right? Yeah. It's like you see a weed head get some good weed, and he's like, oh, my God, you got to hit this weed. You got to hit this weed. I just, I just shared some weed with y'all because it was great. I'm going to hit that. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But if it was crack, I would have to keep it a secret from you guys because I want all my crack <laughs> to myself. You know what I'm saying? Like, Unless you're that doc. Who's that doctor who's all about doing crack in the open? Oh, oh, man. The 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 crack doctor? Yeah, the crack doctor. <laughs> the fucking wait list is two years. I'm like, God <laughs> damn. No. <laughs> <laughs> you see what I did there? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But... But no, man, like, I don't know. Like, I just think that I'm going to have a style of comedy that is just going to be different. And it's not like I'm trying to be better than anybody. I just want to put something in the game that, you know, that's not, that people aren't doing. That's it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I don't want to, I ain't trying to step on no toes. I ain't trying to be the GOAT and all that shit. Like, I just want to do what my fans want me to do which like you is, said you're working on two shows right so those are i have a cartoon um coming out with uh myself snoop dogg and vince vaughn um, oh wow is, yeah it was a pretty crazy that's a crazy yeah. collaboration and so actually vince is vince is just producing with us but i'm trying to get him there because his he's an icon I, yeah he's you ever see a uh, fight on cell block 
99. No. He he fucking curb stomps this dude and drags his head. If it, that's a oh, it's like a it's man. a violent movie. Vince is uh, dope as fuck. Yeah, no, I love Vince. <laughs> uh, you know what I'm saying? So, you know, and then my team is crazy, you know, uh Peter uh Victoria. Peter is fucking he's in Spider-Man is one of the villains. He was in the Christmas story. Oh yeah. The little kid with the glasses like it's fucking that's Peter. <laughs> Victoria is that's you know Oh real? That's him? From that's the, him. Oh yeah, wow. Yeah. And then like, you know, they do F is for family. You know what Great I'm saying? Show. Like, yeah, oh yeah. my god. So, you know, we're we're working on this one. Uh you know, and, and it's about a guy in Oakland who was working on tech stuff and dealing with gentrification and coming home from college to a different world is dope. So that's that. I can't wait to see that. And then we have another one. Um, yeah, we we have another one about my neighborhood in Detroit called Brightmore. It's a cartoon. It's about to be lit. It's some ghetto shit, but it's fun. You I know what I'm saying? Yeah. And then the DreamWorks thing. But, you know, so these are these these are cartoons. I'm starring in the one with Snoop, and Snoop and I are going to do voices. You that's know. awesome. But, um, yeah, you know, that's not like, you know, like Love Life is How'd dope. you get linked up with Snoop? Um, man, bro, you know what's crazy? Like, you know, we all went a different route. I went the producer route early. So, like, I started selling shows in, like, 2014. I probably sold, like, eight shows. None of them really got picked up. We just selling pilots and just doing pilots and, you know, even getting to pilot and doing the pilot. Um, and it's just, that's just the game. You know what I'm saying? So, um, just knowing... You know, just being in the industry for those years, just making those relationships. You meet this executive, and he really liked your pitch, but they couldn't buy it. That's fine because six months later, he's fired from that place, or he leaves that place and goes to a better place, and he remembers you. Then he calls you. Yeah. And he's like, yo, I got this thing over here. Come sit down with me and Snoop, or come sit down with – and it just – that's how it goes. You know what I'm saying? So I tell people all the time, you just got to go hard. If, 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 if they don't buy it, they might be broke. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, I used to go to Netflix. Like, Why are y'all buying my shit? And they like, dude, we just gave Dave Chappelle ninety million. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, oh, okay, yeah. Well, then you it. went and created your own thing with Reggie Bow, right? Like that, right. you just did. Yeah, no, Reggie Bow is just man. I, like, I'm like a super creative, so like, I'm a puppeteer. I've worked with Kevin Class, which is Elmo. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. so like, we've like. Do you do the puppetry? Yeah, 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 yeah. I do wow, the so you are you're very talented. Yeah, yeah. I, I do the puppet and the voice. Um, we like sell merch. T-shirts are flying for Reggie Bow, not for CP though. They don't buy the CP shirt, <laughs> but they fucking eat the Reggie. Bow I'm not shit gonna up. lie. I saw your stand up and then found out about Reggie Bow. I didn't Thank I, like. You. I oh, I found Thank you. no for real. I was like, yeah. oh shit, this is pretty funny. Yeah. Like this is really funny, you know. Yeah. But I saw you murder, and I was like, I need to know more about. Thank this. you, man. So yeah, I do that. I do like um, I have a couple characters like Lionel, and um, I have my Adult Swim special. Uh, for it's called Bud. Old Buds and You Football Weekly. It's a crazy ass title, yeah. right? So what it is is, you know, like uh, Can you repeat it one more time. Old Buds A and U Football Weekly. All right. What it is is it's me making fun of these old white coaches that are in college football. So like, you know, like um I'm like in complete white face. <laughs> like I'm I'm like a sixty five year old white billionaire. Is this out now? Yeah, yeah, it's out. Can you look this up. Yeah. yeah. And um and then and then I also play like a big fat black dude who's like one of the coaches too, <laughs> and it's just like making fun of like college football and how it's just getting like free labor out of these athletes and all, but just a, just, just a special. Yeah. And uh, That's old buds A and U football weekend not on YouTube though it's not on YouTube it it's on Adult Swim. Uh, website. I'm gonna have to check. I'm gonna watch that immediately after. Old buds A and U football weekly. 
No, not A and A and U. A N U, like uh, Alabama National University. That's the name of the college. Yeah. Do you ever feel like you're spreading yourself, like you're having too much, or does your mind like you need to stay busy, you need to keep doing shit? Um, that's it right there. Yeah. Um, no, man. Like I just I gotta stay busy because. Yeah, that's me. (laughs) Are they both you? They're both me. Yeah. (laughs) So like, what I wanted to do was I wanted to actually like. Do scenes where I'm had to talk to my it, bro. It took hours in makeup, twelve to fifteen hours. You know, what I'm saying like crazy, crazy. Yeah, for real. Oh, I'm gonna have to watch this. Yeah. This looks amazing, bro. When I tell you I'm not bullshitting, I just <laughs> you know what I'm saying like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Alabama National. That's me. <laughs> that must have taken so fucking long. And it was in the summertime, and we sat in in Atlanta. I was melting. Literally. I bet. Yeah, <laughs> bro. Problems. I would go to the bathroom and forget that I was yeah. black or forget that I was white and like my dick You were in my influenced hand by Michael Jackson so growing up. up. Yeah. I'll be like, ah, what the fuck? You know what I'm saying? Like, I felt like I felt like a pedophile touching my dick. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's crazy. Do but you yeah. feel like you're like over, like you're overworking or are you, is that how you do it? Like you need to be busy. Can I be honest with you, bro? Please sometimes, do. sometimes when I give, like, if my money gets low, I panic and I add like three projects, and then a residual check or some shit will come or a contract will, and then I'll get money. And then I'll forget that I have just literally loaded my cart with all this shit because for me it's like it's just that's just being a man. I think that you know until I become a household name, I don't. I don't feel like I've done anything. It's weird. It's like the money is not it anymore. It's like I need people, like I want to compete to be watched. I want people to see what I'm doing. Like, you know, I thought that I I, I just, like when I have my kids, I'm like, fuck it, I just want the money. If they don't fuck with me, they don't fuck with me. But then you get the money and it's like, bro, this isn't really, like it's not fun to, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I want to be regarded as, what I am. I want people to at least give me a crack at what it is. Not crack, but you know, just give me a shot. You know, like just check it out. See what yeah. you know, see what I'm about. I don't have no large team pushing me because I'm not um I'm not super social. That's the only thing. It's like I'm not like I'm pretty quiet. Like I I just don't you know, like I got, I, like I got a PS5. I literally probably got every game on it. You I know do too. Yeah, dude. Like I love that PS5. We got to talk about T shops and PS5 games. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so T shops. Uh, I was in um, San Francisco uh, in 2006. I was um, I was the president of this mentoring um, program at Michigan State, and we went to pr- to produce. I mean, to um, like like present our mentoring model to like the coll- the like like the collegiate mentor society, some shit like mm-hmm. that. It was crazy. Anyway, uh, this doctor took us on a tour of San Francisco and Oakland, right? Like back and forth across the bridge, we went to this tea garden that you sit inside tree houses and you sip some of the craziest tea and watch bison roam. Like, bro, it was insane. insane. Like, it, it like it felt like I was in like um like 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 
fucking uh what's that fucking Japanese game? Uh fucking uh damn, I just beat it. I beat it a lot actually. I'm on new oh, game Oh, oh, um Xenoblade Chronicles? No, 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 not Xenoblade. Oh, um oh. uh 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 Ghost of Ghost of uh Ghost of um Ghost of Shimi- Oh, even- Ghost of Tsushima. Yeah, yeah, Ghost of Ghost of Tsushima. Right, yeah, that yeah, game's crazy. All right, yeah, yeah. I love that game. I was game. thinking of Switch games, but oh, yeah, 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 yeah. No, 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 no. So that shit is lit. But uh, yeah, it was dope as fuck. That was some of the best tea I ever had. It was like dragon fruit, lily tea, and I just I like the word lily. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> lily. lily. You know, I remember out back in college we was watching um, Jeopardy, and it was this old black lady on there, and it was like, "What flower has the power?" To, and she was completely wrong. <laughs> she, but she was like, "Lily, <laughs> it's a lily." <laughs> That's wrong as shit. Like, and that is not correct. <laughs> Actually, the South African wild orchid. She's like, oh, "Okay," and she just put out lily. <laughs> oh my god! Lily. It's like, but she said it like she had researched it. Like, no, you didn't. She was so proud. Lily, like, is that the only flower? I f- I can't watch any of those like Jeopardy or cuz I know a lot about like stuff that would never be asked about on a fucking I'll take a hit of that after you. Still going. Uh, your time. Of course. Wait one second everybody. I like if that little I, I like that little silencer on there. I like that a lot because because I tell you what, a bong will make you fucking throw up. Cuz it'll hit your stomach too hard. So uh-huh. shout out to Moose Labs. Um, we found them at the beginning of pandemic. They're out of Massachusetts. And they have these, li- not a sponsor, but like go check them out anyways. Um, they're like little uh, mouthpieces for joints and for uh, bong pieces like this. And uh, they have little filters in it that you mm-hmm. can replace. Like, I just replace saw the it. little screen filter in there. That's yeah, it fuck. will add years onto <laughs> your life and make it way less harsh. Keep well, your goddamn lunch down. Speaking of this, what's good around here to eat? <coughs> I'm gonna have the fucking munchies. So much shit around here. I have so many restaurants. Anyway, um, I'm dying. Just give me a second. That's all good, bro, bro. So wait, it was it was Tea Gardens and then PS Five. Okay, so that was so, so that was the that was the tea. <laughs> I've been playing the new Ratchet and Clank game. I have too. I have too. That's funny shit. Um, yeah, it is, man. Like I'm I'm kind of like I keep jumping off of it and then jumping on Warzone. Or like jumping on 2K. I'm addicted to playing my team. I'm 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 an only child. So I'm an only child. She's an only child yeah, too. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking dope, guys. That's why we'll never be happy, and we always keep pushing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Because we have no one to base ourselves on. And I don't know how to. Dude, that's exactly world. what it is, bro. Yeah. Okay, let me ask you guys something. Did you guys used to look at kids and be like, "How old are you?" And be like, "13." That's what I'm gonna be doing when I'm 13. Or like, I like I remember like I see kids riding their bike in the street and be like, "How old is that? How, how old are you, bro?" I'm 10. All right, 10, bike in the street. Cool. I'm, yeah. I'm starting. You know, it's like I used to like borrow siblings from people. Because like, you like, didn't know. Yeah. Latch on. All right, this is what you're doing. I go home. I swear to God, I'm not proud of this. I re- remember this kid down the street. His name was Bruce. Shout out to Bruce. Bruce is my boy. We were like seven. Bruce had a hamster named Peepers. And his hamster was cool as fuck. And so I asked my mom for a hamster for Christmas. And then I got the hamster. And then she was like, what do you want to name it? I said, I want to name it MC Hamster, <laughs> right? She was like, no, you can't. I said, all right, well, then I'm going to name him Peepers. We're trying the AC. Sorry. I'm, I, name him Peepers. I name him Peepers. She's like, well, that's Bruce's hamster's name. I'm like, yeah, but my hamster's younger than his hamster. So now when his hamster dies, I still have Peepers 
and he won't. Like I'll have it was like sick. Yeah. It was it was like it was almost like and then I also went to wear his skin on my birthday because <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was like fuck. Man. No, I I you totally you like want what cuz yeah. you don't you can't base it off of like I didn't even I just like talking to adults. You're like I was like that kid where it's yeah. like I just want to like talk to adults. I don't really Bro, I don't understand. Ready for this? I don't understand the kids around okay, me. Okay, I'm about to run like some crazy ass only child shit by y'all. Okay, peep this. Remember like pausing the game and going to school and then coming back and finishing that game that was paused or like never waiting for your turn for the game 100. or like nobody ever telling you that you weren't cool or like nobody like picking on you or like nobody is like everything you did was acceptable in yeah. your house. Remember setting up your toys to talk to each other and have like full blown like whole like soap operas. Yeah, you I know what I'm saying? Like, shit. bro, yeah. what? Like, we all had the same fucking childhood. That's bro. probably why we're creative. Like, yeah. that's the because that's all imagination. Did is you? The self you know, did you? Were Were you like? I mean, I know everyone, but like, I just knew like I thought differently than other people. Like. Other kids just didn't understand the same thing because it was like it's kind of me versus the world type shit. Mm -hmm. Like, well, it's and and it's like other kids are so like thirsty. Were your for, parents good with each other? My uh, parents hated each other. Yeah, no, so no. My parents like, hated each other, but they were like, well, like now they're best friends. But like when I was growing up, they, you know, they just yeah, they hated each other a little bit. It was off and on with them being cool, but um, I I feel like I was kind of like responsible for them. I was in their shit. I was in the mix of what was going on because I didn't have anybody else to. It wasn't like you know, like my kids. It's two of them. They can go to their room and they can have each other. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was just like I was just like, man, don't talk to my mom that way. It's like you know, what I'm saying? my mom like, would my mom would be me? like, tell like tell me the whole argument and then be like, tell me I'm right, and yeah. I'm like, I gotta oh make my this God, decision for Sam, Fucking oh my dude, my mom used to like, oh like, like she'd break up with a guy and then tell me about, you know, like what the argument was and, or be yeah. like, you know what I'm saying? And I just be like, I don't want to hear this. You're my mom. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I don't know. Like I became like their best friend or like their little brother. That's what I felt. I felt like I was my parents' little brother. That's a really good one. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so you were like little sister or, you know, they're just. My mom. They, they didn't share that kind of stuff with me. Gotcha. I was like completely shut out of that part. We're yeah. ending yeah. soon. And this is a weird point to end on. But like my mom made me tell my dad they were getting a divorce what yeah oh over my the phone too God. she's like i was like you're cheating on mom and you're getting a divorce and he's like what are you talking about wow yeah <laughs> yeah bro my mom man. it was like i was like a friend you know what i mean yeah. i was like no, her no, no, friend no, no. calling like, him to be like it's, it's over like, it's over bitch yeah it's done yeah yeah like, you become like her little like helper yes like yeah. her little elf my bad, I mean, but her little elf like just like her little like you know yeah, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah. I, and I, I I started resenting that. Like, Mom, I don't want to be your friend anymore. It's how I imagine. I want to be Dad's friend. Uh, yeah. I, I. It's like how I imagine, like, I'm straight, but, like, a gay best friend would be. You know what I mean? Like, That's exactly what it is. They turn you into their little gay best friend, whether you're gay or not. Like, yeah. It's not even, don't even worry about it. You don't have to be gay. Just listen to it. But then what? my mom thought I was gay. And then when what? I got my first girlfriend, when I was 16, she was like, it's a girl. She can sleep in the room if you want. So I was just what? able to like. Yeah, you was able to go crazy. My mom. I remember she was my just mom. Like, Thank God uh, he's not gay. My mom used to. She <laughs> used to work at. She used to work late, like late nights. So I used to have girls just come through very free, and didn't have to worry about it. And so I had this one girl one time. You know, we was chilling or whatever, and she jumped in the shower, and she used my mom's shower cap. 
And then she brought it back into my room, and then we didn't take it back into the bathroom. And so it was like 3 in the morning. My mom kicks my door in like, poof. And her and my dog come into the room. My dog jumped on the bed, barking at my mom like, who the fuck was in my house because there's my shower? And I'm like, I don't know where the fuck the shower cap is. Like, bullshit. <laughs> and I'm just like, oh. And it's just like, it was fucking crazy. Like, yeah, but. Yeah. Um, my stepmom once caught me in the shower with a girl. That's nice. And freaked the fuck out. And then my dad got home, and she's like, your dad's going to yell at you. My dad comes into my room. He's like, we got to tell you. Close the door. High fives. Yeah, and we play of video course. Games. That's what you get from being a stepmom. You, <laughs> 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 you watch X videos. <laughs> but no, nah, um, yeah, man. Like, I'm trying to think. What was I about to say? I forgot, dog. The weed just takes Yeah, we stone. And just takes them out. Anyway, man, I fucking love this podcast, bro. This yeah, is dope thank you fuck. so much for coming on. And I'm going to do, I'm going to be out in Detroit for Bruiser Thanksgiving. Mm-hmm. And we should do a like a group you tell episode. Them. So I'm gonna I'm well I'm not gonna be there. I'm oh. gonna be in well right. I might be in uh Michigan for Thanksgiving. I hope so this if year. If you're gonna be there, then I'm we should do a group coming. we should do a I'm group podcast. Coming. But um yeah, you tell them that you met CP, bro. They'll take you to Coney Island and you know, get you the good shrooms, whatever you need. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? They're gonna take care of you. If you're ever in math I, I need to I can't <laughs> talk about <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, yeah, yeah. No, man, yeah. I feel you. I feel you, bro. This is this, this is dope, man. I the space is amazing. Like this is like it's so inspiring, man. Like man, man, it's really dope. Anyway, yeah, it's dope. Do you have fun. you uh, you already plugged a lot of your stuff, but yeah, man, social media, man, just uh at comedian CP. So that's Twitter, Instagram, and uh, that's it. Really, just Twitter and Instagram is really all I fuck with. And then YouTube for all of my stuff that you may see. So I got like behind the scenes stuff from Bud, you know, so like stuff like that. Um, I have like a lot of Reggie Bow, Lionel. Different characters that I've done, you know, what I'm saying like one of my more controversial <laughs> videos is on there. I don't know for how much longer because the, the bigger I get, they're gonna fucking cancel me in a minute. But uh, I got this video where it's like, so like, you Harry Tubman would be considered a celebrity slave. I mean, I'm just saying like, <laughs> yeah. I'm just saying like, right? Yeah. Like, just let's let's keep it real. You're white. Yeah. I'm asking you. You know, what I'm saying yes, like, well, she's one of the more she's popular. one of the more popular. You know, what I'm saying yeah. so. Kunta Kinte as well would be like <laughs> yeah. one of the more like famous slaves like and and if and if and perhaps if other slaves saw him they 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 might be like oh my god that's 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 good to I, I at least need and so i just did this thing <laughs> I, I did this video where it's like he was you know a celebrity slave and he was going around in different plantations and he was doing like scare straight programs <laughs> 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 and uh it's amazing. <laughs> I'm all right. I'm gonna watch the uh, football and that. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch it's amazing it. because it's just it's just it's 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 about my imagination. It's just about the fact that you know these things that they tell us, we just run with it. It's like so that story, that one story came all the way from slavery, and we know it right now in 2021. Why? Because it's what you wanted us to know. I guarantee you, if you look through roots, somebody there was a white person who produced it. At the end of the day, it's like yeah. fam, you know, wrote it or whatever. So it's like it's just. I like to question things without having to ask the question. I just, I just, I just post the reality and be like, "This is what this looks like. This is what yeah. you're telling me. This is what it is." Anyway, yeah, man, my name is Comedian CP, and I'm man. fucking crazy, I guess. You nah, this was amazing. I love this. Thank you so much Thank for you, coming bro. on. Thank you for having me, man. I really appreciate man. it. For real. Uh, we're out. Peace. Peace.